Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Silver Metal Sports. I'm your host, Ivan Walter. I'm a senior communications major at Pittsburgh State University in Pittsburgh, Kansas, trying to make it in the world of sports broadcasting. Silver Metal Sports is a show that'll be about all the greatest athletes, coaches, and teams that couldn't get that sought-after championship. In this show, we'll be covering many different sports, from basketball to soccer, football to rugby. Throughout history, there are countless greats who were close to getting to the top, but just weren't able to seal the deal. This show will cover their stories and all that was going on at the time in each of their careers. Silver Medal Sports will air each week on Fridays at 4 o'clock. Thanks for tuning in. And without further ado, let's get on with the show. How's it going, guys? On this week's edition of Silver Medal Sports, we're going to be talking about one of the greatest Japanese baseball players of all time, Ichiro Suzuki. If you follow baseball, then you more than likely know who Ichiro Suzuki is. Considerably the greatest Japanese baseball player of all time, Ichiro played 28 total seasons in top-level leagues. He spent the bulk of his career with two teams, nine seasons with the Oryx Blue Wave of Nippon Professional Baseball in Japan, or the NPB, where he began his career, and 14 with the Seattle Mariners of Major League Baseball, MLB in the United States. Ichiro played 12 years with the Seattle Mariners to start off his career, and played two and a half seasons with the New York Yankees before signing with the Miami Marlins. He played three seasons with the Marlins before returning to the Mariners in 2018. Throughout his career, Ichiro was able to establish a number of different batting records. He had the MLB's single-season record for hits with 262 and was able to achieve 10 consecutive 200-hit seasons. The man was relentless at the plate, one of the greatest hitters of all time for sure, but was quite the defender as well, winning multiple Gold Glove awards in the outfield. There are many great seasons that we could cover with Ichiro, but I want to cover my favorite of all, his first season in the MLB. Ichiro came into the MLB in 2001 after being overlooked by many as he was undersized and not many players had much success in the MLB coming from the NPB, and he was not selected in the 1992 draft for the same reasons. In Ichiro's first season, he became the first Japanese-born position player to be posted and signed to an MLB club. When Ichiro joined, he was issued the number 51 by the team, previously worn by star pitcher Randy Johnson. To avoid insulting Johnson, he sent him a personal message promising not to bring shame to his uniform. What came after would bring surprise to many as Ichiro would go on to have one of the greatest seasons by any first-year player in the MLB. The 2001 Seattle Mariners had one of the greatest seasons of all time in baseball. They finished with a record of 116-46, a 71-win percentage, tying the Major League record for wins set by the 1906 Chicago Cubs, and setting the record for wins by an American League team. With a 350 batting average and 56 stolen bases, Ichiro was the first player to lead his league in both categories since Jackie Robinson. He had many other awards that season. He won the American League Most Valuable Player and Rookie of the Year. 
becoming only the second player in history after Fred Lint to receive both those honors at the same time. He led the American League in batting average and stolen bases. Ichiro is also the only player in Major League history to have won an MVP, Rookie of the Year, Gold Glove Award, Silver Slugger Award, all while starting in the All-Star Game in the same season. What Ichiro Suzuki did this season was unheard of. To be the MVP in a rookie season is almost unheard of. Already being the first Japanese player to get into the MLB was a big success for Ichiro Suzuki, but to have this much success in a rookie season being the MVP was almost unheard of, and it helped the 2001 Seattle Mariners go into the playoffs with a big advantage. As the number one seed, many were scared of this team and what they could possibly do in this playoff run. Welcome back to Silver Medal Sports. In this week's edition, we're talking about Ichiro Suzuki and the 2001 Seattle Mariners and their playoff run. The Mariners went into the postseason with the best record in all of baseball and were the number one seed. And in the first round, they were taking on the Cleveland Indians. In game one of the series, the Cleveland Indians would come out hot, winning 5 to nothing. Ichiro Suzuki had a good game, batting 3 of 4 from the field, but it just wasn't enough as the Indians just were too much. This did not stop the Mariners from fighting back into the series, going 5-1 to one in the next game as the Mariners would score four runs in the first inning. Suzuki went 1-3 for three from the plate, scoring one run in this game with a stolen base, enough to get the Mariners back into the series. The Indians would match that performance with a fantastic game in Game 3 as they would win 17-2, putting the Mariners on a brink of a first-round elimination. Game 4 was a back-and-forth contest as the Indians went up 1-0 in the second inning and no runs would be scored until the 7th, as the Mariners put up 3 of their own. The game would go back-and-forth with the Indians scoring another run in the 7th, but finally the Mariners would break it away, scoring a run in the 8th and 2 more in the 9th to win this one 6-2. Suzuki would go 3-5 for five from the field with 1 run and an RBI to send this series to Game 5. In Game 5, Suzuki would take over going 3-for-4 with one run as the Indians would lose 3-1 to to the Mariners. Seattle would be facing the New York Yankees in the ALCS for a chance to head to the World Series. With the chance of going to the World Series on the line, Ichiro Suzuki needed to step up and play well in this series. In the first game, Suzuki would go 1-for-4 from the field with one run scored but it would not be enough as the Yankees would win 4-2 to in dominating fashion. They were able to hold the number one seed to two runs and four hits in a game, a feat that not many teams could do this season. Game two would be more of the same as the Yankees would hold the Mariners to two runs and six hits as Suzuki only went one for three 
The Yankees were up 2-0 in this series, and it was not looking good for the Mariners. In Game 3, Suzuki would go 1-for-3 with two runs scored, but his performance did not matter as the Mariners would score 14 runs on 15 hits, winning 14-3 and blowing the Yankees out of the water. Series 2-1 Yankees going into the fourth game. In Game 4, both teams' defenses really stepped it up without a single run being scored until the eighth inning. Brett Boone would get the Mariners on the board with a solo shot home run in the eighth inning. That would be matched by Bernie Williams of the Yankees in the eighth as well. 1-1 going into the ninth. Unable to score any runs in the ninth inning, the Mariners lost off of a walk-off home run to the Yankees to lose 3-1, making the series 3-1 as well. While Suzuki may have been the regular season MVP, he just did not have enough in the tank as the Yankees would win Game 5 12-3 to clinch the series and send them to the World Series as the season would end in heartbreak for the Seattle Mariners. With one of the greatest records of all time and one of the greatest seasons of all time from a player, the Mariners just could not meet expectations and were not able to go to the World Series and since 2001 have not been able to repeat. Suzuki would go on to have a great career after this, but this was one of the biggest heartbreaks for him as he had the chance to win a World Series and just was never able to meet that expectation again. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Silver Medal Sports. For your host, Ivan Walter, always remember to find those silver linings. <laughs>